entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. I'm Marty Wolf. And along with my sidekick, Carrie Carney, and our producer, Tom Jenkins, we're going to do our best to inform, educate, inspire, and entertain you, our audience of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and all professionals who seek excellence. Our special guest today is Diana Boer. Diana has written 46 books, and she truly is a communications expert. Guys, today I'm going to do something I normally do not do. And that's kind of give you a cheat sheet. I'm going to give you some key items to listen for during Diana's interview. First, listen when she talks about low trust. Next, be sure to pick up on the phrase straight talker. And finally, listen carefully when she is, talk, when she is talking about being known for the questions you ask. Of, of course, listen to the entire interview very carefully, but those are some key points. Now, guys, this uh, trust thing really got into my brain, and I thought it would be really helpful for all of us to think deeper about this important issue. So we found some information we trust you will find helpful. Do you get it, guys? We trust. I see what you did there. Uh, you see what I did there? <laughs> this, uh, this is why I'm such a great, strong radio personality. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, we are What great. a hook. What, what a hook. What a hook. Okay, regarding trust, first thing we found, Carrie, was an article uh, titled, How Leaders Build Trust. Subtitle is important to read in its entirety because it cues up not only this article, but the show, right, Carrie? Mm-hmm. Companies with high levels of trust enjoy higher stock prices, improved profits, and better retention of key employees. Here's what trustworthy companies do that strengthen these ties. In the first paragraphs, Kerry, he says, trust me. And the the he you're talking about is uh, Andy Atkins. Yes. He is the author of this. He starts it out by saying, trust me. And when's the last time you actually believe those words on the job? Actually, some people will say they recoil when they hear that phrase by a business leader or a boss. That's almost a disclaimer that I'm going to tell you a little lie. It could <laughs> it's be almost real as bad big. as that. You know what, Carrie? Let me be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, it's not trust be me. Easy. Yikes. Okay. Um, so regarding what uh, the leaders are, are taught, what, how, to, how leaders build trust, four years of research into the overlapping areas of trust, leadership, and collaboration conducted by an organization has shown steady erosion in the level of trust people feel at work. So, isn't this interesting? Trust is a necessary component of successful leadership. Leaders need trust in order to drive business results. Can I say that again, gentlemen? Please. 
Trust is a necessary component of successful leadership. Leaders need trust in order to drive business results. As I often say on the show, um, and don't think this is just for big business. This is for all size businesses. And what we are talking about is not, and we'll probably refer to this later on, not just your standard soft skills kind of stuff. This has high impact. Carrie, would you agree? Yeah, and I, I like in the paragraph before that, uh, he, he references the word trust is the close cousin of confidence. And when businesses don't have confidence in what they're doing, who's giving the orders, uh, you generally start to disengage. Yeah. And we've talked about that Gallup poll uh, of the engaged workforce. Worldwide, it's 13, and this is from Gallup, Mm -hmm. uh, 13% of engaged workers worldwide, and the U.S. is tracking at about 30% of their workers are engaged. You know, I didn't finish college, but you know, that sounds like a troubling statistic to me. Oh man, is it, is it? And then again, trust, confidence, it just trickles down uh, to what actually happens when your business is performing. So as always, we'd like to get you to think about some potential solutions. So the author of this article, as Kerry pointed out, is Andy Atkins, A-T-K-I-N-S, and he says, why do we trust people? And again, in this survey, they have, interv- they have identified three reasons why we trust our colleagues at work. First, and this is universal. Universal. Not just at work. This could be with your spouse, your kids, your neighbor. These, these are uh, principles. First one is past behavior. Why we trust people. Past behavior. If you've behaved as expected in the past, I trust you to behave again that way in the future. Expectations. Expectations. Mm-hmm. Next one, in terms of why we trust people, is capability. We trust people based on our perception of their capability. So I trust my doctor to treat my illness because of their training. So capability. Next one, alignment. If you and I are trying to achieve a common goal, I'll trust you to do your part. For instance, Soldiers trust each other with their lives because they are pursuing a shared goal. Now, those are three reasons why we trust past behavior, capability and alignment. If you guys had a guess, which one would you think would be mentioned most often? I'd What's say the past trust? behavior. Past behavior? Well, it's, if you're it's, a liar, you're a liar. Yeah, it's true. However, the survey says it's alignment oh yeah it's alignment if uh, that's the one that people mention most of the time if i trust that you'll do your part okay now how leaders build trust and we're going to talk about diana's going to talk about this and we're going to continue to talk about how leaders build trust but in this article there's three points that he brought out and it is involve people in decisions that directly affect them Involve people in decisions that directly affect them. When people are involved in the decision, even if they don't make the final call, they're more likely to support the decision. Engagement. They feel part of. Yeah. This means bringing people in before you make the decision. Okay? Involve people. Point number two in terms of how leaders build trust. Be transparent and consistent in your actions. Maybe that goes back to the alignment idea, I guess. Well, I think they're all interchangeable. If you're going to be consistent, then you're going back on past 
performance. Absolutely. Your past behaviors. So be transparent and consistent in your action. For folks, understanding how you came to a decision uh, is important to share with the team. How did you arrive at that? Let people know. Be transparent. And if all of a sudden your reasoning comes out of left field and is not consistent with your past behavior, Carrie, then people are going to question that. Or it goes against your capabilities. Yeah, you're way outside of your your strength zone. I would not want a plumber doing heart surgery on me. No, not. Let's see. I don't even know where to go from there. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Point number three, pay attention to relationships. It's a given that people join companies but leave managers. People join companies but leave managers. If people know you understand what matters to them, they'll trust you to act in ways that align with their interest. I would call that empathy. And a lot of the points that we've talked about in this first segment is going to be carried over in the second and third segments with our special guest, Diana Bohr. So we're going to take a short break. You're listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Trust us. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. I want to introduce you to my newest sponsor, Live Mercury. As you know, I put a premium on real-world experience. That's why, when I decided to upgrade my web presence, I sat down with Live Mercury, a digital agency that specializes in taking a strategic approach to success online. Every one of their strategy experts has extensive experience starting new ventures as well as working with existing businesses to achieve success. My new site just launched, and I'd love to know what you think. But I also have a very special offer for the first 10 listeners who go to 30 Minutes with my marketingcoach.com. I've asked Live Mercury to give the first 10 listeners who go to 30 minutes with my marketingcoach.com a no obligation 30 minute review of your website with the Live Mercury website strategy expert. Go to 30 minutes with my marketingcoach.com right now and apply some real world experience to your web presence. If you want to work until you keel over, have less of everything in retirement, or give back more of your hard-earned money to the stock market again, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to protect the money you save, receive a steady, predictable retirement income, and enjoy financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. You can download a free report that reveals the wealth-building secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. You'll learn how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and real prosperity without risking your money in the Wall Street Casino and how to get the money you need when you need it simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. To learn more about this method and to get your free report, go to 18security.com. That's the number 18security.com. 18security.com. Go to 18security.com. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. Our special guest today is Diana Boer. Diana, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be with you, Marty. Let me do an introduction of Diana. Diana is a business communication strategist, speaker, and author of numerous books. She's the recipient of an American Library Association's Best Nonfiction of the Year Award, 
a member of the Speaker Hall of Fame, and one of Successful Meeting Magazine's top 21 speakers for the 21st century. Wow, Diana, and now you're going to hit the big time. You're on the Business Builder Show. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> one more step up. <laughs> a, little, a little humor to get us started. Now, Diana, you've written so many books, but we're going to talk about your latest one, which is titled, What More Can I Say? Um, well, first of all, congratulations for uh, a new book. And um, with that being said, um, the book opens, first thing right out of the gate, you, you make this comment, quote, the challenge of this century is to communicate complex ideas with clarity and civility. So my question is, why has this become such a challenge, Diana? Well, you, all you have to do is turn on the news and hear politicians screaming at each other. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a challenge because... Everybody out there is broadcasting. Everybody is is yelling, and nobody's listening. Mm. So I think that has become a challenge. It's just louder and louder and louder. And then technology. It's it's made things, rather than simpler, it's just made it easier for us to communicate. But that's the problem. Everybody wants to be heard, and it's quicker. I mean, from one side of the world to the other – we can broadcast some message and it can make your stock plummet mm. <laughs> within seconds yes. because somebody did something on the other side of the world. Yes. And uh, it's become just more and more aggressive. It seems like people are, are more passionate about things and it's become, you know, just a louder cacophony. Yeah. And, and nobody's listening or doing anything about it. Everybody yes. just wants you to listen to them. Wow. And the action is just harder to get attention yes. for your message. Well, you, you mentioned that uh, you could say something on uh, one side of the world, and on the other side of the world, you'll say something that could potentially can tank your stock. So, uh, so uh, that makes me think about who are you really addressing in this book? Is it business people, salespeople, parents? Who, who really uh, did you write this book for? Actually, anybody who needs to persuade, oh. somebody who, uh, it's, it's addressed to the business person, but I've used examples all the way through that are addressed to anybody who has to make someone change their mind. There are, there are examples in there primarily for business, but if you've got to talk your teenager into staying in school mm. or your adult child to move out of your house and get a job, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, the techniques work. Yes. Because we intuitively sometimes do the wrong thing. We do just the opposite of what we need to do to persuade somebody. And so the book is about persuasion and, and changing hearts and changing minds. And that applies to almost anybody. I mean, there are very few people that go through a day that they don't have to persuade somebody to cooperate with them in some way or the other. Wow, that's a great insight. You don't go through a day without, you're going to have to persuade someone. I'm going to have to make sure that my wife does not see this book. Um, she says, this will not be good for me, you know, potentially, you know. Now, I love my wife, and I trust her. And uh, I believe she trusts me pretty much. But is that kind of what's happening in, in, in terms of maybe communication failures, that maybe people don't trust each other as much as they used to, or is anything different today? 
low trust is is a huge problem, and of the nine laws that I laid out in the book, that is the foundational one. That's the reason I started that, that first one, the difference between distrust and trust. Mm-hmm. We just have become, we, we put up a screen. Just think about it. When you walk into the store and someone walks over, may I help you? The, the typical response is, no, we're just looking. Yes. I mean, we, we, even if two minutes later, we, we motion for the sales clerk and say, can, can you help me a minute? Even though just automatically we said, no, thank you. I don't need you. We just screen out messages. And when someone comes on in commercials, now, for the most part, what do we do? We, we flip past them. Mm-hmm. And we roll past it. We, we did the DVR. We, and we roll past all the messages because we distrust people. And if you work for an organization, for the most part, there's all the, the gossip. Is this really true? Mm-hmm. You know, what are they hiding? What are they not telling us? Yeah. Just that we screen out all the spin. Yeah, yeah. I, I was on your site, and I've watched some of your um, videos and, and work, and, um, you know, you, you talk about this in, in, in the, in the uh, corporate world, and, and um, well, that makes me think, what's the best people to connect with you? Because I'm sure people are already engaged with what you're saying. So how would people connect with you, Diana, to learn more about what you do? My website is Boer Research, just like my name. Most people can't understand that uh, <laughs> silent H in there, so I'll spell it as B-O-O-H-E-R, like boo her. Yes. I hope they don't. I hope they're applauding. <laughs> oh, that was, <laughs> that was built in, Diana. Boy, that was you. With that name, you can use that well, and you did. <laughs> <laughs> but also for the book, we have a website up for that as well. Uh, what more can I say? Thebook.com, and they can get more information as well. That'll lead to my primary website, which is booerresearch.com. Do you know how many books you've actually written? <laughs> I mean, uh, you're, you have dozens of books. Occasionally I go back and count because I, I've contributed to other people's books as well, but of my own, 46. Truly an expert in communication. Okay, let's get back to this uh, idea of trust and communication and getting your message across. So... Uh, help us out. Uh, are there some ideas or tools uh, that you can help us to build trust? Yes, I think that most people don't even realize how they communicate distrust. Yeah. And one of those ways is to is that they don't explain their reasoning. And so obviously the opposite of that, to build trust, you have to explain explain your reasoning behind decisions. You know, some organizations are run almost in a parental way. Like, mm. you know, I'm the parent here and you're the child. And if you need to know that, we'll tell you. Mm. And and so what happens is they just come out and, and announce a decision. You know, this mm. is what we're going to do. We're going to merge here. We're going to restructure here. And then they expect everybody to just jump aboard, you know, accept this, embrace this change. And to build trust, you have to explain your reasoning behind something. Now, here, here's the data that we were looking at. Here are the pros for doing this. Here are the cons. But here's why we decided to do X. And the reason that builds trust is you are trusting them with the same information you have. And you're saying, we, we trust you to be adults and to be able to deal with this, even the bad news, the good news. So the first thing is just give people information. Give them the same information that you have. Hmm. Um, being a straight talker. Yeah. Don't just give them the good news. If you've got bad news, admit it. And 
Yeah, I, I I I sit and listen to these things, and I listen to you, and and you're you're right. I guess I just have to ask the question: Is why 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 do come why are companies run like that? And it, and it's still very prevalent today. Um, so I guess it's job security for you and I who talk about communication. But why do you think this is happening? Does it go back to the beginning of the show when you started to talk about everything moving fast? I, I'm not sure. What's your take on why well, this is happening? Well, if you want to give leaders sometimes the benefit of the doubt, they would say they are protecting people. They, they uh, don't want people to worry. If they worried, they would leave the company. Uh, they would. They would not. They would put projects on hold. They would delay because they don't know if something's going to actually happen. Therefore, everything would stall. And and I can see that. But what happens when they don't? convey information and communicate is that it becomes a vast rumor mill. Mm. And when people don't know, they just make things up. They, mm. they just literally sit around and, you know, the first person that tells it is, I think, or wonder if, I wonder if, and then the next person tells it as if it's fact. Mm. And so then you have, you know, seven different rumors out there and things stall anyway. So it's far better that they just become straight talkers, pass on information as soon as they know it, and then people begin to trust that as soon as the information is available, they're going to have it. And yeah, and Diana, so that is when I, they I, learn it from the outside. And if the leader doesn't uh, go first, if you will, and extend trust, then I guess how can they expect it from someone else? Well, we are speaking with Diana Boer, and her book is What More Can I Say? We need to take a short break. We'll be right back on the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. I want to introduce you to my newest sponsor, Live Mercury. As you know, I put a premium on real-world experience. That's why, when I decided to upgrade my web presence, I sat down with Live Mercury, a digital agency that specializes in taking a strategic approach to success online. Every one of their strategy experts has extensive experience starting new ventures as well as working with existing businesses to achieve success. My new site just launched, and I'd love to know what you think. But I also have a very special offer for the first 10 listeners who go to 30 Minutes with my marketingcoach.com. I've asked Live Mercury to give the first 10 listeners who go to 30 minutes with my marketingcoach.com a no obligation 30 minute review of your website with the Live Mercury website strategy expert. Go to 30 minutes with my marketingcoach.com right now and apply some real world experience to your web presence. If you want to work until you keel over, have less of everything in retirement, or give back more of your hard-earned money to the stock market again, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to protect the money you save, receive a steady, predictable retirement income, and enjoy financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. You can download a free report that reveals the wealth-building secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. You'll learn how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and real prosperity without risking your money in the Wall Street casino and how to get the money you need when you need it simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. To learn more about this method and to get your free report, go to 18security.com. That's the number 18security.com. 18security.com. Go to 18security.com. 
informing, educating, and encouraging. The Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builder Show. My special guest today is Diana Boer, and we're talking about her latest book, which is titled, What More Can I Say? Now, Diana is a communication specialist as being displayed by that last segment. So let's get back to our conversation, Diana. And in the book, you refer to something that you call the law of collaboration versus monologue. Um, Okay, explain it to me. What do you mean? Well, a lot of times when people try to persuade someone, what they're trying to do is, or what they usually do, is just launch into a long monologue explanation. You know, mm. you need to do it because of A and B and C, and they give all the explanation, and that generally gets nowhere. Mm. The, the research says that the way to actually persuade is to get people into the act, to mm. engage them, to collaborate with them. Mm. When I was doing the book, one of the um, executives I interviewed said, when I get my team together, what I like to do is to give them half-baked ideas mm. and let them, t- and now I know that has a pejorative term in our culture, but he finished it like this. He said, I like to throw out half-baked ideas and let them finish the meal until it turns into a gourmet event. And what he meant by that is, I don't like to give them a complete idea or plan or strategic idea and so that they feel like it's already cooked and done and they have no no more things that they can add to it because then they don't take ownership. They don't really want to execute it because they don't feel like it's theirs. And so he says, if I bring in an idea that's half-baked, and they know that they can stir it, add a little spice, and then finish the idea and then they take ownership. Then they're really engaged, and they feel like it's their dinner when it's finished. Wow. And wow. What a <laughs> that, great that's idea. What you want to do. What a it's great, a great metaphor. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey, that's the price of the book right there, too, if you want to learn more about what Diana's talking about. What more can I say? That's worth the price right there. That was great. You know, yeah. maybe one of the challenges, though, I, I think, in the corporate world, and we both live in the corporate world, is sometimes I think people say, but Diana... That takes so much more time. I don't have the time to build this collaboration. Do you have a a, a response to that? Yes, I do. It takes you a lot more time to then go back in and up front. That's true. That's true. It's much quicker to just go in and say, we're going to do X, and here's the reason, one, two, three, four. But if you measure the time commitment overall to getting from initiating that idea and explaining it to them to what time it takes you to push them to get it done yeah. overall, yeah. that's not true. But yeah. what they're not doing is planning the key questions. What you want to do is lead, but lead through your strategic questions that you ask. Mm. It takes just as much planning to lead by the questions you ask. Be known for the questions that you ask your group, not for the answers that you give them. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. and so if you walk into the meeting and you say something like, um, Let's say they're about to put together a marketing plan, and you say, are, are we going to the right market? Is, is the timing right? Is, could we expand into this market 
second quarter as opposed to first quarter and get a better profit margin back. And in other words, if you have the right questions to ask to let them um, explore, investigate, consider, then you can be laser focused in guiding the discussion. Mm. So some people don't have the right questions focused enough. And so the discussion takes much longer. Mm. And, and so it's not the group's discussion uh, problem that they take too long to come to consensus. It may be your problem as a leader mm. because you don't, you're not guiding the discussion with laser-focused questions. Wow. That was fantastic. Um, you know, a big part of our audience, Diana, is small business owners um, and entrepreneurs. Um, the same value of these, quote-unquote, smaller business versus bigger business? Uh, I'm sure it is, but, you know, go a little deeper on your thought in terms of how this would impact a smaller business. Is it just as important? It's, it's just as important, if not more so, because they don't have a, a, a huge team, and so the decisions you make impact you in a much stronger way. In other words, if you make a bad decision by not getting consensus and you have 5,000 people, mm. then it, it, they can recover yeah. quicker, and yeah. it doesn't impact you so strongly. But if you only have three people three assistants, and you make a bad decision because you didn't get collaboration from the other two people or your sounding board, Mm. it can take you under. So it's even more important that you get collaboration if you only have two people working with you. Or maybe your collaboration is with your suppliers. I mean, I've talked with entrepreneurs who who have everything is virtual. You know, they have a a supplier for this and a supplier for that. That's your collaboration. You think you need something done one way? Trust that supplier and say, here's what I want done. I think, do you think this is going to work? Can you su- suggest a better way? Mm. They're experts in their in their area of expertise, and you may be asking them to do something, and if you would tell them your complete goal and what the results is that you want, they may say, you're, you know, I think you're going about this the wrong way. I have another client who's trying to achieve what you are trying to achieve, and that did not work for them, and here's what I suggest you do. That's your collaborative sounding board, not someone internally. Wow. And you achieve the same thing. Solid, solid uh, advice for especially small business. The importance of vendors and how they can help you. Wow, great, great advice, Diana. You know, in Chapter 5, again, there's so much we could talk about in a short interview. I'm trying to hit the high points. Um, in Chapter 5, you talk about the law of achievement, versus potential, the law of achievement versus potential. Um, it's intriguing. Uh, what's that all about? Yes, this is some of the most amazing research that I came across, and that is people, you, you need, if you're going to persuade, you need to sell people the dream as opposed to the reality. And what I mean by that is they found in doing all these different studies that even with the same statistics, uh, if they were talking about sports figures, they were talking about uh, business people you're getting ready to hire, if you're bringing somebody on board with you, that y- it's better to tell them what you can do than what you've already done. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and by that, I mean, let's say you're going after a, a contract. As a small business person, you're going after a contract. What most people do is they say, I've done this, and I've done this, and we did this work, and here was the goal here with this client, and we did this client. Telling them what you can achieve. You've got these skills, you've had this experience, and this is what we can do for you carries more weight. In other words, you're building the dream in mm-hmm. their mind 
mm. carries more weight with them than mm. to tell them what you've actually achieved in the past. Wow. And the, the, the research was so fantastic. Tell them. I'll give you an example. They had sports figures, and they said, all right, here's the stats on this player. And they were actual achievements. You know, they, here was their batting average, et cetera. And then here's how many you know, home runs they've hit, et cetera, in the game. And then um, here was a rookie. It's his first year playing, but these were his stats. But this is what we think we can he can achieve in the next two or three years. What salary do we think we should you know pay these two people? This this guy's been in the league for five years, and this guy's a brand new player. And overwhelmingly, as they surveyed you know different people just randomly, they always wanted to pay the rookie much more. Fascinating performer. Fascinating. We need to stop there, Diana. Believe it or not, our time is up. We've been speaking with Diana Boer, and her last name is spelled. B-O-O-H-E-R. Thanks so much for being with us. Sure, Marty. My pleasure. Presenting the thought leaders of today. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. I want to introduce you to my newest sponsor, Live Mercury. As you know, I put a premium on real-world experience. That's why, when I decided to upgrade my web presence, I sat down with Live Mercury, a digital agency that specializes in taking a strategic approach to success online. Every one of their strategy experts has extensive experience starting new ventures as well as working with existing businesses to achieve success. My new site just launched, and I'd love to know what you think. But I also have a very special offer for the first 10 listeners who go to 30 Minutes with my marketingcoach.com. I've asked Live Mercury to give the first 10 listeners who go to 30 minutes with my marketingcoach.com a no obligation 30 minute review of your website with the Live Mercury website strategy expert. Go to 30 minutes with my marketingcoach.com right now and apply some real world experience to your web presence. If you want to work until you keel over, have less of everything in retirement, or give back more of your hard-earned money to the stock market again, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to protect the money you save, receive a steady, predictable retirement income, and enjoy financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. You can download a free report that reveals the wealth-building secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. You'll learn how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and real prosperity without risking your money in the Wall Street Casino and how to get the money you need when you need it simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. To learn more about this method and to get your free report, go to 18security.com. That's the number 18security.com. 18security.com. Go to 18security.com. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. I gave you the cheat sheet so you'd have a, a lot of notes to take during Diana Boer's uh, interview, and hopefully you took those notes. I strongly suggest that you follow Diana, and again, her last name is spelled B-O-O-H-E-R. Now, Carrie and Tom, keeping with the theme of trust, we are referring now to an article in Leadership Now. That's the publication, and the title of the article is How the Best Leaders Build Trust by Stephen M. R. Covey. And I guess you can find this on leadershipnow.com. The article starts out by saying this. Almost everywhere we turn, trust is on the decline. Trust is on the decline. 
Research shows that only 49% of employees trust senior management and only 28% believe CEOs are a credible source of information. Wow. Yeah, that's (laughs) over half don't trust senior management and CEOs, forget it. Let's connect this right away to performance, to results, to profitability. So as we're talking through this, we want to make sure that we connect this. Uh, If we believe that trust makes the world go round, then right now we are experiencing a crisis of trust. And if that makes the world go round, I would think we're a little kilter. kilter. That's a good way to put it. Now, This should make us think about three questions. First, is there a measurable cost to low trust? Second, is there a tangible benefit to high trust? And third, how can the best leaders build trust in and within their organizations to reap the benefits of high trust? Um, The issue becomes that some leaders, some companies, a lot of companies, quite frankly, don't know how to measure this or they don't they don't think they can. They don't know how to. They're not even sure if if the if this really is a real and quantifiable and uh, they don't really know what to do with it. Carrie, sometimes the first part of that, what does non-trust cost? Uh, Mr. Covey uh, comes up with in his experience that significant distrust doubles the cost of doing business and triples the amount of time to get things done. Mm. So there's a real tangible way of saying it costs more money if you're not trusting. Yeah, here's something else of of interest. Uh, uh, This goes back to 2004, but still relates. One estimate put the cost of complying with federal rules and regulations alone in the United States put in place essentially rules and regulations put in place essentially due to a lack of trust the number is 1.1 trillion dollars now put a number on low trust you're putting rules and regulations in the country you're putting rules and regulations in your company why because you're putting down rules for lack of trust you're putting down every time somebody or something goes wrong you're putting in a new law or new regulation right right that's not a trusting organization. No, that's not no. A and that, I think the genesis of that was probably consumer protection. But that goes all the way up the chain of command that uh, for yeah. businesses to have healthy competition, yeah. you need some type of uh, governor on business itself because of people being non-trusting. Yeah. Now, let's look at it in a different way. And here's what uh, Stephen Covey in his article, How the Best Leaders Build Trust, says, hey, the companies who do operate with high trust, um, they kind of create a dividend as opposed to a tax, Carrie. When you're Mm -hmm. in a low trust environment, you kind of have, you're adding a task because things are moving slower. They're not as effective. You don't have, you don't have people really engaging. The high trust organizations, you kind of pay a dividend because people are more productive. They trust each other. They trust their manager. They're making things happen. Does this make sense? They're in alignment, which which we talked about in the first segment. Yeah, that's exactly. They're in alignment. So here's some suggestions or thoughts from Stephen Covey. How do the best leaders build trust? First thing he points out, the best leaders begin by framing trust in economic terms for their companies. Let me repeat that. The best leaders begin by framing trust in economic terms for their companies. 
I just said a minute or two ago, don't think this is soft. Don't think this is namby-pamby kind of stuff. This trust is real. And by the way, can be measured. There's assessments out there that you can see, you know, what the tr- level of trust is in your organization. Right? And, and the direct connection to that is uh, where we talked about capabilities. The biggest dimensions of that are your character and your competence. Yeah, yeah. The best leaders, another point in terms of how you can build trust. The best leaders then focus on making the creation of trust an explicit objective. They talk about in the organization. They're transparent. They're consistent. This is important. We want to trust each other in this organization. Um, Next point. The true transformation starts with building credibility at the personal level. It uh, no longer do what I say. What's that phrase again? Help me out. Do as I say, not as I do. Thank you. Yes. You've got to exhibit as the leader, whether the manager or supervisor, it starts with you. And he says it all comes down to integrity, intent, capabilities, and results. And Carrie, there's 13 behaviors of high trust leaders worldwide that you wanted to spend some time on. So let's move to that. Yeah, so let's that go we... through them quickly and we'll focus on uh, the first one they uh, they have for high trusting leaders worldwide, straight talk. Okay, let's let's stop right there for a second. Didn't Diana Bohr say in her interview? Mm-hmm. Straight talk. Tell the truth. truth. Don't make it complicated. Don't use jargon. You know, be a straight talker. Right. Yes. Yes. And that's going to lead to taking ownership of the idea. Correct. What's number two? Which talked about. Yeah. Demonstrate respect. Okay. Shouldn't need explanation, but even Tom's kind of like, what does that really mean? Um, How about demonstrate respect for others, for each other? Um, When you walk into a break room, if you're the leader, how's it going today, Tom? How's the wife? How's the family? You well, know, that gets all those back to treating your internal customer. Over the years, we've talked about your internal customer, your employees, and the external customer, your clients. Point number three in 13 behaviors of high trust leaders worldwide create transparency. Create transparency. Here's what that means to me, Carrie. Share the good news. And share the bad news. Yeah. And Diana talked about that, too, where most companies don't like sharing bad news. That's a mistake. Next point is to right wrongs. And uh, that, again, should be simple. And, that, and that's going to be from the first article we had. That's going to build. That's going to take your past behaviors and make them right. Everybody is human, but to be transparent and right the wrongs. Admit when something went wrong. Admit. Take responsibility for it. Take ownership. Show loyalty in terms of a high trust, way to build high trust. Um, Have people's back. Uh, We got to go through these kind of quickly, Kerry. Deliver results. Get better. Confront reality. That one's big. Confront reality. Everything is changing. Brutal facts of reality. Deal with them. Ask other folks to join with you in dealing with the brutal facts of reality. Build alignment. And and back to Diana, laser-focused questions. Don't tiptoe around the issue. Just get it out there and then deal. Be known for the questions you ask. You don't have to go in there with all the answers. Be known for the questions that you ask. Practice accountability. Listen first. Keep commitments and extend trust. I said it, I think, during Diana's interview, is that if you really are the leader, you will extend trust 
first. It's not the other way around. I've created this company, and so I'm, they're going to have to prove to me that they're trustworthy. No. If you're the boss, you're the leader, you extend it first, and they will live up to your expectations. Wow. We need to wrap up already. So, well... Are we convinced that trust is a very important part of building a business? In fact, if you are a startup or a growing small business, it is probably the most important part of your company. That is building trust. So are you? Re- this is the best way you're going to recruit people. This is the way you're going to drive success. And retain people. The Business Builder Show is now on iTunes, so in case you missed any shows, you can pull them up whenever you're ready on iTunes. Just search The Business Builder Show. Kerry, Tom, and I sincerely appreciate you listening today and always to The Business Builder Show. And we wish you a great week and a great 2015 Keep moving. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. I want to introduce you to my newest sponsor, Live Mercury. As you know, I put a premium on real-world experience. That's why when I decided to upgrade my web presence, I sat down with Live Mercury, a digital agency that specializes in taking a strategic approach to success online. Every one of their strategy experts has extensive experience starting new ventures as well as working with existing businesses to achieve success. My new site just launched, and I'd love to know what you think. But I also have a very special offer for the first 10 listeners who go to 30 minutes with my marketingcoach.com. I've asked Live Mercury to give the first 10 listeners who go to 30 minutes with my marketingcoach.com a no obligation 30 minute review of your website with the Live Mercury website strategy expert. Go to 30 minutes with my marketingcoach.com right now and apply some real world experience to your web presence. If you want to work until you keel over, have less of everything in retirement, or give back more of your hard-earned money to the stock market again, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to protect the money you save, receive a steady, predictable retirement income, and enjoy financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. You can download a free report that reveals the wealth-building secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. You'll learn how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and real prosperity without risking your money in the Wall Street casino and how to get the money you need when you need it simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. To learn more about this method and to get your free report, go to 18security.com. That's the number 18security.com. 18security.com. Go to 18security.com.